0: Do I am inner circle. No, you not inner circle? Do I am inner circle. You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network.
1: Coming to you live from Hollywood Boulevard in California. Pre-recorded in Greenbow, Alabama. We down here doing stuff with shrimp. Sometimes we're just running. Sometimes we're just letting stuff bite us in the botox. It's failing Hollywood. I'm your host, Mikey T, here as always. And with me today is nobody. I'm by myself. For a solo episode. Solo episode for the first time in a very long time. I think the last time I did solo episode was, man, it was uh, COVID times. I think I was out in New Mexico or, I don't know, somewhere out there building greenhouses. Um, I don't even think it was a full solo episode. I think, I, I think some guys from the inner circle ended up jumping in halfway through or towards the end to play games or some shit like that. So um, it was a little bit different. Uh, Things went a little bit weird today. I was supposed to, well, I guess yesterday, I was supposed to record an episode with my lovely wife and uh, prop buyer extraordinaire, Jackie Trudell. Um, We kind of had a a prep day yesterday with a certain show that we're working on. The way it works is we are doing a show that has different episodes. Each episode is its own story. Um, So whereas your regular episodic show goes, you basically shoot the same storyline consistently that piggybacks off of each other for 10 episodes to the end. In this case, we do a story in one episode, and then the next episode we do a complete new storyline. And working in props, it's a little bit difficult, whereas you have to start on the stories you have to establish character props and what character props are stuff like a watch sunglasses your wallet, stuff that the characters would have throughout the whole season. Um, if they're married, they'd have wedding rings. Uh, if they're a police officer, they would have the badges and all that stuff. So it's stuff that you need to kind of establish ahead of time, phone cases, stuff like that. And it's it's privy to whatever character it is. It has a lot to do with their personality and, and what we've built up for them. So a lot of thought goes into this stuff, uh, specifically even just watches. There'd be so many meetings and conversations just about what type of watch somebody is wearing and how much money they have. Even if they don't have enough money, how much they care about watch. Because what I've learned is uh, watches seem to be, um, nobody wears them anymore unless it's, I mean, you'll wear an Apple watch. That's what we see. If you see anybody with a watch, it's either an Apple watch. Or if they're wearing a real watch, it's because they're either watch people or they're trying to show off how much money they have or how much money they think that they have basically saying that they want people to think that they have money. Um, So that's what I've kind of discovered, but I've learned way more about watches than I've ever uh, wanted to know. Uh, And most of the ones I can get are fake. But anyways, I'm getting sidetracked, which I'm sure will happen a lot this episode, because I'm by myself, and I don't have anybody to keep me on the straight, and I have severe ADD. So... Getting back to it, why Jackie's not here and the show that we're working on. Um, the way we have to do it with these established props, it takes a long time to establish this stuff. So we actually shoot um, for about two weeks or whatever, and then we go down for two days. But I, me and my crew, don't go down. We work rolling into the next episode and doing those prep days to gut my trailer and then refit it with the new props from the new episode and then establishing these character props. But those prep days, we don't work as many hours, so they're kind of lighter. We'll go in early and then we'll hopefully get off by five. So um, yesterday was one of those days. And the plan was that we would come home, um, maybe stop by the rock climbing gym, which we did because we got off a little bit earlier and I'm starting to get back to the area where we can actually start to go um, do that stuff again because I'm not as I mean I'm still pretty freaking busy and things are coming up more because I'm trying to work a lot and get all them projects in. Um, but we went to the climbing gym and everything was great. And then we came home and I cooked dinner. We had that and we we're like, all right, we're gonna do the podcast. And then she was like, oh, I'm feeling lightheaded, and then got, like, sick real quick, um, which made me nervous because, I mean, we just hit our three-month, I guess, you're exempt for three months or whatever when you have COVID. Is that how it works? Like, you get COVID, and then you're, like, bulletproof for three months. Well, we just hit our three months of, like, being bulletproof finished, I guess, last week. So we're getting sick. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Is this all going to happen And then? Jackie's got COVID again and we're going to go through this whole thing again. Um, she got tested today. Luckily that's not the case. Uh, she just got some sort of viral disease. So whatever the disease is, it's gone viral. That's what she has. And she's just sick. So I'm staying away from her, um, which in turn, meaning she can't do it today. I need to drop this episode by tonight and I don't want to leave you guys hanging because we're supposed to be going on a Palm Springs vacation next weekend. Um, so I'm, I want to get an episode out either way, even if it's just you guys listening to me rant to myself. Maybe, I, you know what, I'm probably going to try to do some trivia by myself. You guys can really see how dumb I am. And I'll even try to play the card game by myself. Um, see how that goes. But um, we'll go through it. But I have some I have some stories and, and everything will hit. Uh, one to start off is, I thought I was going to get here early. It's like, Almost nine o'clock, which kind of sucks because I meant to be home a little bit early. But um, for anybody that doesn't know, um, b- being the master, I have to drive around a lot, as does Jackie as a shopper. Um, well, somebody hit my car on Super Bowl Sunday on my door and folded it in half. So my car has been in the uh, the shop for like the past, I don't know, two months almost now. It's been crazy since I think it went into the shop like as my parents came out to visit. So it's definitely been a little bit over a month. And then while I was in the shop, um, my insurance company gave me a rental car. Um, So that was fun. (laughs) I had the rental car and then I was supposed to get the car, my car back a couple weeks ago. That didn't happen. Um, I guess they can't approve on a door. So the insurance company kept denying the door that they kept finding to replace and finally they got the door and they've just been working forever to, to fix it. Well, turns out uh, I get a call from Enterprise today saying, oh, they stopped paying for your car on the 7th a few days ago. And I was like, well, it's great that nobody told me. So I unknowingly have been paying for my damn rental car for the past four days. So me being as stubborn as I am, even though it's not really that much a day, I was like, "Well, screw that! I'm bringing it home. I'm bringing it back right now." So I had to drive straight to the rental. Sat around for a half an hour waiting for the Uber because I didn't want to hurt my pride and then do that. Um, So, but that—that's how this—that's the story about how I got here tonight. And (laughs) I'm recording for you guys, even though all this busy stuff is happening. So here we are. But there has been some um, developing new things that have been happening today. and I know Riley has will appreciate this one just because this he likes to go off on this stuff. So um, maybe you guys can roll through this line of, of what's happening with me. I got a random text message from um, a number that I don't recognize Um and it read i'll I'll go through the the back and forth right now it's still ongoing and i'll keep i'll keep you updated as we go through this uh podcast this might be a short one um i don't know how long i can go but we'll do our best so whoever i don't i don't know if it's a she or a he but i got the text message saying hi tina we met at the charity gala do you remember question mark and then i said I replied with, "I think Tina gave you the wrong number, LOL." And then they replied with, "Who are you? And how did you get Tina's number?" So that's when I knew that this this conversation was was definitely going to take. I was going to try to pull as deep as I can. I'm definitely not going to be. I'm going to be the last person in this conversation for sure. Um, I just want, it's just dependent on how far they want to take it. So. I know, not super exciting. Like, I could have taken many uh, replies to this. I replied with, uh, so they, they said, who, who are you? How did you get Tina's number? I thought that was funny. I said, I got it from the charity gala, of course. Uh-huh, uh-huh, playing into it. Um, they replied with a bunch of Chinese-looking text message. So, I, I don't know, it Has the feature where you can click it. And I figured they were just like trying to screw with me like now, just because that response didn't seem like a serious response. What they said to me. Um, So I hit translate and then it came up as like Taiwan or whatever. And then I see Chinese now that I'm clicking it again. So I kind of missed that part. I think my eyes just went to Taiwan. And then underneath that, they just go, you're not Tina. And then I just, I tried to do like a SpongeBob reference to see how young the person is. Maybe this is, and I go, no, this is Patrick. And then they replied with, I'm sorry, there's so many business friends. Maybe the assistant entered the wrong number neglectingly. (laughs) I hope I didn't disturb you. So I was like, okay. And then as they were getting serious, it was like, they're definitely trying to end this. So I just replied with no worries. And then waited maybe about 10 minutes. And then I got a a replied question. Where are you from? I was like, oh, okay, this is still going somewhere. Still have no idea who this person is. And I said, I grew up in New Hampshire, but live in L.A. And then I wrote, I'm assuming you're from Taiwan. Again, not knowing that Mandarin, I guess, in Taiwan language is the same one. Um, I guess (laughs) guide that into my ignorance, (laughs) maybe. And and then they just replied, not. My father is Canadian and my mother is from Hong Kong. So first off, fucking excuse me. You entered a bunch of Chinese text. What the hell? <laughs> All I did was try to. Uh, oh, I forgot to say the uh, the uh, translation to that Chinese text goes, "Aren't you Tina?" Question mark, and then you're not Tina. <laughs> so I don't know who this Tina person is or what business they're doing. Maybe we'll find out soon. And then she, and then after they replied that the mother is from Canada uh, or from Hong Kong and father is Canadian, um, they write mother has her own beauty parlor in los angeles though and then i wrote now you live in texas question mark and that's because their number has a 972 which i looked up which was dallas texas um if anybody of you know me you know if there's one city in this country that i probably hate more than anywhere it's dallas texas so i think i might try to look for an opening to slip that in um But I think they just specified that they're from Texas. So it says, I have never been to Taiwan. Do you ask me to come from Taiwan? Yep, that's what it says. It says, Why do you ask me to come from Taiwan? I live in Dallas. I graduated from University of Dallas. And then I just wrote, Ah, you must be one of those smart people. When I hit translate text, it said Taiwan. And they said, Taiwan, did you, did you misunderstand something? Do you see me as from Taiwan? Would you like some translation? Where are you from? Do you not speak English? <laughs> well, they're getting very upset right now. So um, I should probably choose my next um, um, words wisely. Um, no habla... Uh, no uh blah, I don't know if that's right um Kaz, you can roast me whatever <laughs> um uh espanol let's see what they think about that i I still don't know if they're thinking this is a joke, but like I said, um I'm gonna try to be the last person to to message so we'll I'll keep you updated on that so um i want to talk to you guys all about like I, i'm gonna keep updated don't worry I'm, I'm paying attention to the texts that are coming on the phone but um so um you would think if like okay i won't have um we won't have jackie on tonight maybe maybe we'll have freddie maybe freddie can come on no no he can't come on because now he i got him filling in for jackie tomorrow and this is going to be a new experience for freddie we're going to see how we're going to do this and and how well it's going to go. And I'm, I'm planning on teaching him. And I'm going to have him shop some stuff out for me and find some cool stuff and look at stunt stuff and look at all this stuff. So I'm sending him to to the prop house. Uh, we had the the man um, Greg Bilson on. What is it? a few, Not too many episodes back. So I'm going to have him go there, kind of meet with all the people there, have them show them around and see how he does in his hands when I'm kind of like bossing him around and showing him how to do everything. I wanna see how well he breaks into the prop world on this scale. I think he's gonna do fantastic. So um, I guess we'll update you and we'll have, we'll we'll bring him on and we can see things from his perspective after that. Um, I've been working a lot. I've been working a lot um, on a couple different projects um, mostly the one that you guys all know I'm working on. Um, but also I'm just helping out my cousin who's going to be going to, um, New Orleans to shoot his, uh, little independent feature, which might, I don't know, they might break out a deal to be a little bit more than independent. Apparently there's like a bigger deal going on. It's, it may or may not involve, uh, George R.R. Martin. Is that what his name is? Something like that. Um, but I'm making some cool stuff for him. We're just making some cool stuff. And it's just kind of more as a favor just because it's like some fun props to be able to do. It's kind of starting to remind me how I got into this stuff. And 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 the reason I kind of got into props to begin with is just kind of like making up some new cool things to be able to play with. But um, I don't know how much work is too much work. I feel like, I don't know, when I feel... I, I, I feel like I got to a point, like now that I am I am prop mastering and I'm at a point where I've built through a lot of like the crappy stuff, because I remember doing, like I would do prop jobs and come on and be the person on set. And after a while, I kind of got sick of that stuff. Um, and there'd be a lot of like dead points and, and I would question um, doing that stuff. But I think now being in charge and ha- being the more creative head on it and not having to do something from anybody else looking down, has made me appreciate it more made the day go by a little bit quicker um it makes me work long naturally and i think just like wanting to be prepared wanting to be ahead of it just motivated to actually have the creativity to want to break down that that script and just like uh dissect it more and more and more and just really dig into it um i i I go down these rabbit holes of research. Like if a prop comes up up that you don't really understand, like you better believe within two or three hours I'm going to understand it really, really well and really gut it for all it's worth. And then I'm going to know the knowledge of everything about that prop that needs to be there Um, and the history of where it came from and how it was made. And I I wish I could be more specific on a lot of things on this. I'm going to have a whole bunch of stories coming out once... uh, once this Nick Cage, uh, the unbearable way to massive talent comes out. Um, I, I can't wait to tell some of those stories and the stories from this season they're building up to, um, there'll be quite a few things I'll be able to talk about, but yeah, anyways, the workload, um, I think I'm just taking it on, um, and not really noticing it cause I am having fun while I do it, but it is kind of being stressful and is eating a lot of my time, um, Where I am missing podcasting a little bit more. Like, I I feel like I should be putting more effort into this. And it's going to happen more, and I'm trying to, like, make a little bit more of an effort to get back at it to do it. But like I said, it's like uh, you have too many passions, and they start to bleed into each other, and you start one starts to take you a little away from the other. Luckily, the one that it's taking me away is paying me a little bit or is paying me at all compared to the podcasting. So, I mean, it would be nice once if, if I could ever generate something. But, I mean, podcasting is always my fun thing to do. And I don't know, it's just something to kind of glorify my other passion, which is working on movies and working in props and and doing all that stuff. So I don't know. I think think the balance – I mean, Jackie might not like it as much because – I am working a lot of hours and she's texting me a lot, like, oh, when are you coming home? You can work from here. But I mean, you build up a truck, your trailer and your office and you make it your own and it's so much fun and it's awesome. And I I love, like I've built out my trailer, which is a a 48 foot semi-trailer and I've built it so much to make it ours. And we're even making like a temperature controlled office in the back. Um, The new thing to come out of the trailer that has just gone into it, it's pretty exciting. Um, we just added a TV. That's right, a little TV that like drops down. Because I found myself, uh, once I get into these vibes, I'm breaking down a script, and then um, you get a schedule, and then you you have to do, for your people that are working on set, I pretty much just, I'll take the schedule and I'll break down day-to-day day by scene-by-scene. By scene to print it out so they basically have a checklist so i give them a checklist so when they show up on set they can just go through the checklist and be like okay we have all the props that we need that mikey says we need um and it's good but that's all stuff that's kind of mindless work i've already made a breakdown ahead i'm just literally organizing it into each day to and that could take it could take a little bit of time it takes like probably a few hours But while doing that, I've been finding myself because that's like my end of day work where I know I'm not going to get any phone calls. And that's part of my favorite part of the day because up until that point, you're in meetings all the time. You're constantly getting phone calls and, and you're getting pulled in a bunch of different directions. You can't kind of have a narrow mind track of what you're doing. So we've been blaring music in the back and doing that. And I was like, you know what I could be doing right now? We could be watching TV, like some awesome action movie or, or some shit like that. Um, so I got a TV and put it in there. And, of course, the first couple of movies we put on, I think we put on Forrest Gump. Um, that was a great one to put on, one that you everybody knows so much that you don't need to pay too much attention to. Um, I watched The Rock for the first time ever. Never seen The Rock before, but we watched it on the TV. And, yeah, that's a bizarre movie. Um, I For some reason, I always thought The Rock was like, actually back when Alcatraz like was open. And I didn't think it was like this modern thing where these soldiers or ex military dudes go and take over it and threaten to poison the entire city or whatever. <laughs> um but it was it was it was good. <laughs> and I mean other ones we just kind of I've just been kinda of like letting it roll and things play, which a lot of people don't believe me and they're walking on. Um I can't really I can't think of a lot of the other stuff uh, that we've been watching, but there's—I uh, think any action movie is pretty much solid. Oh, I watched Joseph Gordon-Levitt stuff. We watched—we put on Looper. That was it. I think I went on like a a, a, a just a li- no pun intended. I went on a loophole of uh, Looper. And just, we watched that and kind of got sucked into it. Everybody was coming from lunch and sat down to watch Loopers. And, and I was like, all right, I'm in more of the mood of Joris Gordon-Levitt. I was like, and I just kind of searched his name. And I think, what's the f- movie called that, that came up? Uh, The one where he's on, like, the fixed-gear bike. Uh, it's like the most hipster movie ever. Um, the fixed-gear bike delivery dudes in New York City that, that, that <laughs> just ride around and... Fuck, I'm going to have to do this. It was a Joseph, I'm going to look it up. Joseph Gordon Levitt bike movie. Bike movie. Oh, Premium Rush, the the 2012 masterpiece, Premium Rush. And, yeah, I know what you're thinking. You got to go home and watch Premium Rush right now. Um, let me stop you right there. Actually, not that good. Kind of a garbage movie, <laughs> but I, I, since you were definitely wondering, you know, go there. Um, I guess, man, I feel like with me just talking by myself, I, I, I should be doing a lot more. Um,
0: Lord have mercy, I'm about to
1: bust. Yeah, stuff like that, but I don't know. I've been holding back a little bit. Oh, I got to hit it hard. Oh, here we go. Full level. Now it's going to be super loud. Yeah! Yep, super loud. There we go. All right. Wow. Let's do this. Um, do you guys want to talk about uh, some TV and movie stuff? Are we a little bit early? Maybe a little bit early, but um, let's just get right into it. Um, see, I'm still not ready. It's even Hold me. on to your butts. I don't know if you guys notice I get sidetracked. If I'm searching something, it's going to take me away from a little bit. I've been watching... I have so many tabs open. Let me see if I can find this. I've been watching um, this new show with actually a couple new shows. Let me write this down while it's on my mind, and I don't forget because I'll talk about the first one first. So um, I like, I like, I, I don't like reality in in a sense of certain reality. I like reality that's actually real reality. Um, so that's based off reality, and 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 the way. I, it's hard to explain like stuff like stuff like the bachelor it's all very scripted it's all very manufactured a lot of, i've worked on a lot of the reality shows that are extremely manufactured and and they're not fun they're all actors saying this person talked shit about you and did this I think survivors like the same way a lot of those shows go the same way um jackie wants I got a new text. It's not from the woman. It's from Jackie. Can you make me a strawberry banana smoothie with almond milk and half a scoop of pea protein in the snack cabinet, please? Um, is this not like the most Californian text message that you could have ever heard? <laughs> like if anybody sends this, if you're like, oh, guess where this person's from, you're going to be like, all right, that's 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 a very Californian message. Um, to say. I think the only way you could kind of juice it up more, make it even more Californian, is if you're like, oh, after you get off the 101 from the 5 and exit on to Wilshire, can you make me a strawberry banana smoothie with almond milk and a scoop of pea protein, please? Um, What is pea protein, even? Is it just, like, the more natural way of doing it? Um, I, I I don't know. <laughs> after I record. Um, I wonder if the other I wonder if the other person has just gotten frustrated enough for me, because they were like back to back texting and <laughs> and after I just wrote No Habla espanol, it's just been crickets. I, I, I hope we hear from them again. But maybe I, I finally scared them off, but I guess we'll find out soon. <laughs> okay, I don't want to get too pulled away. Um so, um, what I've been watching... See, she can't text me. Okay, yeah, yeah, there we go. Okay, say so thanks. Yeah, you'll get it in probably an hour when it's too late. And I'm trying to stay too far away from her because I can't get sick because I want to go on the vacation we have planned this weekend, you know? We have Good Friday off. It's a union holiday. It's going to be good. We're going to enjoy it, and no one's going to be sick. It's going to be fantastic. Looking forward to it. A lot of stuff planned. I'm going to be going to New Orleans soon. Um, ISS just gave me tickets to uh, an NFL, an, a- an NFL, an NHL Kings hockey game where they're playing Chicago, the Blackhawks. That's right. I haven't really been to a Kings game ever, but apparently they're really good seats with VIP uh, uh, valet parking. It's gonna be fun a lot of good stuff planned anyways back to tv and movie news um hold on to your butt yeah hold on to your butts um what i've been watching reality there we go i like the real reality 90 day fiance i can get stuck in um not as much as jackie she watches like every single um spin-off which is there's hundreds of them there's hundreds of them but uh I'm into a lot of that stuff. We've been watching. I don't remember what the show is. It's it's the the trivia show with with the big British guy, the trivia master. I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago. The new one that has kind of came on. Um, and I again, I think this one might fall more under the manufacturer, not really real one. Is this new Netflix show? Is it Netflix? I think it's Netflix. Uh, it is Netflix called The Ultimatum: Marry or Move On. And let me tell you a little bit about this show. It has an 82% on IMDb? Come on. you got to be kidding me. That's not really that cool. Um, It's hosted by Nick and and Vanessa Lachey. Um, Yeah. um, So if you ever were wondering, what are they doing with their life? Guess what? They're hosting a show called The Ultimatum, where they bring in couples to <laughs> to come in who one of these one of the people in this couple, i think there's six couples yeah six couples and one of the of the people in the couple each of the couples have made an ultimatum to their significant other and the ultimatum is oh no okay i'm seeing now it looks like it's got a 5.3 uh, out of 10 on IMDB um one of the one of the people in the couples um, one of the significant others, they've basically made an ultimatum to the other that they need to marry them or they need to move on. So they decided to sign up for a show called The Ultimatum where they pretty much <laughs> they they split up the couple's all of these couples and, and it, I don't know it's like this weird like swinger type thing where they all put their keys and, it's not like that they have to pick the per- person that they've connected they have like a day to go around and they call it date but they really just like all sit around a pool and go walk up to each other and go oh hey I'm this person um are you attracted to me yeah maybe maybe we should hang out and then people that are attracted to each other um who are not the regular couples basically go and live together in a hotel room for three weeks. And after that, that they go and live back with their significant other for three weeks. And at the end of it, they need to decide whether they want to get married or they want to move on and start a relationship with, I guess the other couple, or I guess there's a third option. They can just walk away because they don't have to walk away with, with one of them. So that's how it is. Well, um, my take on this show, right from the beginning, and watching the first beginning, is if <laughs> if you have to go on this type of show, your your <laughs> your relationship's already doomed. I'm sorry, <laughs> you aren't gonna make it. None of these people in the show you can tell from episode one they aren't going to make it. And then the, even going through like the first process, they're going through the pool and they're all like talking to each other. Jackie would have a lot more to say about this, but she's sick, obviously. Uh, but when they're all around the pool and they're all talking to each other, like. You can tell right away, like, oh, these people are fucked. None of these people are dateable. They all have a little bit or a lot of crazy in them. Like, I think one girl, like, she she thought she was the hottest girl in the world. And one guy was like, oh, I'm just uh, I'm not attracted to you. There's nothing against you. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? You are a prick. I am beautiful. You are such a dick. Go away. You know what? Don't even talk to me. You are the biggest dick here. Hey, everybody. He is a piece of shit. Just want to let you know. He's like, I'm just not attracted to you. And, and I mean, she she's nothing against people that have, like, plastic surgery and Botox, but she was one of those people. So, um, I mean, it's fair that some people aren't attracted to you. <laughs> Don't take such offense to it. Not like she's attracted to everybody. But, uh, yeah, it's a very, very uh, shallow show, should I say. None of these couples are going to work out. Um, and... Right after the whole pool, you had two couples right in the beginning that were like, "No, fuck this! I'm going to ask you and propose. Will you marry me now?" One of which was like, one of the couples wanted kids, and one of them definitely didn't for the rest of their life. And and he was like, "Well, I changed my mind. I don't care that you don't want kids. You're fucking full of shit. Of course you do." So um, that happened. So if you want to check to see how that goes, it's literally. I mean, it's just a drama show. Go watch the ultimatum. It's on Netflix. Um, let me know what you think about it. Um, say it in the comments. I don't know. Message us on any of this stuff. Uh, I don't think we have a line anymore. I got to get that back open and start to take, cause I, I kind of want to get calls cause I know what we have a lot of full sale students listening to us. They're pushing. Um, I like to take questions from full sailors. You want to know what the industry is like you right now. You can email us at failing podcast at gmail.com. Um, Pretty soon we'll have a number you can call again. I know what it was, but I don't know if we can get that number back, so I'm not going to even try to push it. But there's that. So that's that's the one show um, I like. The other show um, that I've been super into... I'm going to bring some stuff up because I like having a uh, point of reference to look at. Um, if you know me, we've talked about this show um, a lot in the past um, that spun off the one that I've been into, and that is... 1000 pound sisters. I can't find it cuz it's like okay, 1000 pound sisters. Um which is I mean, I love that show because here's a, it, it's real reality for sure, but there's there's shows like uh my 600 pound life where I mean, every single episode is like super depressing. Um, You have, like, uh, they all start with, like, that super, like, depressing, sad music. And it's, like, it comes up, and then you have, uh, every single episode is the same. It's, like, oh, I'm depressed, and it makes me want to eat. And I eat because I'm depressed. And it's just, it just keeps going on and on and on. And the only thing I know how to get is fast food. So I'm just going to order stuff because I can't get up and go out the door. So I'm just going to keep ordering the fast food. And one fast food meal doesn't please me, so I get eight of them. And I'm just going to keep eating all that fast food until I'm full. And then I'm going to get depressed more because I ate eight things of fast food. And then I'm going to order some more Popeyes. So, uh, yeah, so it's like that with, I mean, like I was saying that, but think that with, like, depressing music, I don't have any depressing music. All I have, I think, is... uh, Yeah, I guess that doesn't really have a... the same effect but um but yeah so that that i mean it, it has a time and place but i can't really watch that ever because it, it just kind of burns me out and makes me uh stressed out and depressed and stuff like that uh why are you so sweaty as as I, I was watching cops yeah or that's not like watching cops at all but uh but thousand pound sister has a way of keep going is it's around the same kind of it's the same idea, except it's a lot more uplifting. Like, it's more about, like, the journey to lose weight. I mean, there's some depressing moments. Like, one of the sisters lost the weight. A spoiler alert. One of the sisters lost the weight. And then the other one, Tammy, she just didn't. And she starts to, like, get into some drugs and alcohol. And all she wants to do is party. And that's how it goes. So she just parties a lot and, and, and doesn't do it. But, I mean... The way it ended last season. Again, I don't want to spoil too much, but I think I think this new season is going to be the best season. That's whenever it does come out. Um, that's why it helped get us through. But they're they're a bunch of like southern, just big girls, and they just make a bunch of fart jokes and go around. So they're a lot more uplifting and a lot more fun to watch. Well, there is another spinoff to this show. I don't know if it's a spinoff because it doesn't have anybody as in the original. It doesn't need to have people that are from the original to be a spinoff or have something to correlate. I guess it correlates with the original. Um, getting beside myself. They have a new show on Hulu also called Thousand Pound Best Friends. And these people, I mean, they're way different from the sisters. That's for sure. And um one of them it's funny because one of the friends has already had the surgery and already lost some weight so we we kind of we're jumping on halfway through and then the other friend really wants to do it um and it's trying to figure it out but she has this skinny bitch sister that like doesn't want to want her to lose the weight because she says it makes her a bitch every time she's on a diet so she just keeps bringing bad food around the house um these guys, they're, I mean, it's 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 a good show. I, I think The Sisters is a better show, but The Best Friends is good. And if you wanted to ever watch, like, it's 800-pound people all consecutively, and there's, like, a group of four of them. So there's four friends that are all going, and they go to, like, a water park and go down the water slides, and it's kind of hilarious how fun they have. Like, they have a lot of fun but trying to lose weight in the process. And there's only, I think, only eight episodes. Oh, they're an, yeah, only eight episodes out right now it's been out since March. There's only eight episodes. That's the whole season. It didn't seem like a an ending season. But they go to the beach, they do a lot of stuff and it's 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 just a lot of fun to watch. So, I would go ahead over there and watch the thousand pound shows. Thousand Pound Sisters, Thousand Pound Best Friends. Um I'll wrap that up for my for my uh for my reality talk for for right now, I guess. Um there's other news that come, came up. Uh, one There's just a thought that uh, I I had that was kind of inspired by the internet. Does anybody else think that The Da Vinci Code uh kind of took the plot from Dogma? It's like the same movie, just less comedic. Think about that for a second. Think about it. Go watch The Da Vinci Code again. It's Dogma. It's just a little bit different but it's pretty much the same movie. Um <laughs> aside from that um we got some sad sad news. I think this happened today actually or if you're you're listening to this tomorrow so this happened yesterday actually. Um we just lost another it's been a bad year for comedians unfortunately. Gilbert Gottfried. That's right. Uh he passed away i guess he i guess he had like a a long disease uh, or a long battle with some illness um i'm gonna bring it up right now this is hot off the presses so i just kind of read about this like right before we started this pot or i started this podcast um it's gonna try to play some stuff yeah gilbert godfrey has died at the age 67 after suffering a long illness. That's all it says is a long illness. Okay. A long illness. (laughs) I'm sure there's, oh, okay, here it is, called uh, ventric, you guys ready for this? At least there's nobody here to make fun of me. This one's for you, Inner Circle Chat, Uh, called ventricular tricardia due to myotonic Dystrophy type two. I don't know. Maybe that's close. Um, it sounds like it sucks. Um, he was uh, 67. Um, I saw Gilbert Gottfried one time uh, at the comedy store, I believe. Um, I was never really a huge fan of his jokes. I liked. I, I would say I did like. I did like to watch him on the roasts. Um, he was kind of funny on the roasts just because of how ridiculous and unfunny it was. And I liked, I mean, I think that, that, that was like the base of his comedy. It was just a lot of like kind of slapstick, um, just (laughs) not really, it was meant to like, be like really hard, really loud, not funny jokes, but the way his delivery was is what made it funny. Um, and there's definitely nobody else. I mean, when he's talking, you definitely know who it is. I wonder if I could pull up like um, one of his like routines real quick, so we can kind of s- just <laughs> play a little bit of to of Gilbert Godfrey. To, if you uh, struggle to lose weight, some, you must uh, see this. Man, these commercials that have been coming up. I a fat know. dissolving loophole has just been leaked that leg leg, can dissolve like fifty nine pounds of like fat in just a matter of legs weeks. Legs like, anyways... <laughs>
0: and she said you're right let's boogie that's how she dances you know i read somewhere that hitler had a grandson Mm -hmm. who was a convicted child molester. Imagine being the embarrassment to the Hitler family. (laughs) Is there anything worse than being the Hitler who the other (laughs) Hitlers don't talk about? (laughs) You know, I I read Mackenzie Phillips autobiography In her book, she says when she was a little girl, her father would climb into bed with her every night and have sex with her. This, to me, was mind-boggling. I can't get my daughter to hold my hand when we cross the street.
1: yeah, so there we go. Gilbert Godfrey, I guess, rest in peace. Man, after him, like, Louie Anderson, him, and Bob Saget. Like, it's been a... And Norm Macdonald. Let's not forget Norm Macdonald. Yeah, it's been rough for comedians Uh, in the past couple of years. We lost some good ones. Uh, Norm Macdonald's still this year, right? No, it was last year. Pretty close. But, yeah, it's been, been rough for them. It's, man, who would be... Who's going to be next? Hopefully not anybody soon. Let's see. All right, what else do I have? What else do I have? Oh, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Speaking of Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he's to reunite with Rain Johnson on a Peacock series. I guess it's called Poker Face. I mean, I feel like that's what Joseph Gordon-Levitt's face is constantly. He doesn't really have very many (laughs) different facial expressions like they did him up in looper and it was just the same <laughs> we made you look like more like a uh, bruce willis no you look like joseph gordon left <laughs> a little bit of makeup um so i don't know um something to look forward to stranger things came out with a new trailer I thought I had it prepared, but I guess I don't have it prepared. Um, but I guess it's the ultimate battle for Hawkins is going to happen. Um, and I believe, I think they did two seasons back-to-back, uh, if I'm not mistaken, from what I heard, just because the kids are starting to grow up too quickly. Um, so I'm hoping that means uh, we'll actually see more of it quicker, and that's why we haven't seen anything like in a while. <laughs> I feel like it's been like, what, like three three years almost since we've seen the last Stranger Things. So I don't know. I'll be looking forward to seeing Oh, here it is. I did have it ready. Oh, looks like lots of visual effects. You've Maybe that's why it's so nice. everything. Like way more visual effects in the beginning, just in the opening shot of the trailer. You're suffering. I mean, I found out the amount of time it takes to make a lot of these visual effects. (laughs) Apparently, it's way more than to do it on set. Who knew? That's why they say, um, oh, they'll take care of it in post is always a way worse thing to say. I don't know if you can even hear this. Ever since you left, everything's been. Body bags. A total disaster. For a while, we tried to be happy. Normal. I know that's impossible. There's a clock. We've gotta have some 80s montage music. Okay, Gotta you have, have a roar for Hawkins. I haven't seen much of that yet. Because I thought you'd be safe. Yeah,
0: a got
1: war is coming. Long. I'm going your into friends the at in Hawkins house are very them. much in the eye of the storm. I don't have my powers. To say this other than just to say it. Without you, we can't win this war. See you on the other side.
0: On the other side.
1: Vinso is put here for some other reason Maybe I can still help you. Even if it's the last thing I do That guy's still there People say Hawkins
0: is Curse They're not Way off
1: Okay Ripping guitar while the rest of the world is ending around him. It's time. I don't know if that shows like the final it's not. And then it does look like a skull-like Dark Lord creature. What? That's a It's not a Demogorgon. Maybe it's like the Master of the Demons. Still looking forward to it. Um, Ozarks the second part of part 4. I hope that this isn't something that they're doing cuz that just is, you know what that is? It's just another season. That's what it is. It's another season. Um Ozark second part of season 4, um uh, it's going to be coming out the 29th. It's only a few more weeks. um, um I think this is the last season. I think I don't know. I think Netflix is good at keeping things to four seasons. Maybe that's why they're trying to do the parts or whatever. They're trying to just, like, uh, sum it up. Yeah, because this Stranger Things Season 4 is Volume 1, too. So they are um, they are trying to do this thing. So Volume 1 of Stranger Things comes out May 27th, where Volume 2 will hit on July 1st. That reality show we just started watching kind of did that, too. They They... They left out the last episode of of The Ultimatum because uh, they want to try to keep people, I think, on the the program and not just buying it just to knock out a season of something. I don't know why anybody would would buy Netflix just to watch uh, The Ultimatum, but I don't know. Who knows? Um, Bummer for them. Um, Last piece of news I got. Last piece. And it's going to be good. Yeah. Um. The Academy has banned Will Smith for ten years for hitting Chris Rock. That has happened. Um. I don't think he cares. I don't think anybody cares. Not gonna happen. Uh. Chris Rock's benefited from this. He's getting nothing but, but actual, heightened uh, movie se- or. Tour dates. I think he sold out all of his tour dates, so good for him. Let him keep riding on that, and we'll be able to go. Um, I'm surprised I didn't think to do a top 10 for here. I feel like a top 10 would be, like, ideal. I pulled, like, kind of a list. What is this list? Like, here, I, put a, I pulled a... This could be, like, the top 10 real quick. I'll try to go through this quick so I can still play some games, because um, I know that's all... Why, if you're still listening to this, I know that's why. The only reason you're waiting around is just to just hear me butcher everything. Um, Fifteen random TV and movie facts to look at within the mag-, mag. Let me try that again. Fifteen random movie and TV facts to look at with a magnifier. The magnifying glass. All right, Iron Man. I Am Iron Man, quote, Robert Downey Jr. improvised the film's ending line. Years later, an editor would come up with the idea to have it come back in Endgame. Okay. Um, I did think that was that big of a crazy line to come up with, but sure. Um, let's see. Darth Vader. Um, the Sith of the opera. Darth Vader might have been based on the Phantom of the Opera. The Phantom from the Phantom of the Opera. Um, Byronic Hero. Awful face mask. Weird pseudo mentor. Relationship with the main lead. Check. Once Disney buys Andrew Lloyd Webber, they can have a crossover. That'd be a weird crossover. All right. Um, Bill Murray. I love any Bill Murray news. Bill Murray and Zombieland. They hid Murray's appearance in all the promotional material before the film came out. I hear Bill Murray kind of just, he never fully signs on to anything. He just decides if he wants to show up. Um, I've also heard from like people that have like assisted for him and stuff like that, that he's just like kind of, he'll just like randomly to an assistant be like, hey, I want French fries. And he go. They'll be like, all oh, right, I'll go get you some. Fr- no, no, I want, like, Wendy's french fries. And then he'll get in the car with you when he needs to be on set, and he'll be like, ah, I don't want to go back to work until I get some Wendy's french fries, but I want to go with you to get them. And then they'll have to, like, go out, or if he wants to, like, like I've heard he's, like, smoked a joint off in a park with somebody while he was supposed to be at work. and it, Like, the, all this with, like, assistance and stuff like that. Um, he's super bizarre that way. But also, like, super friendly to everybody. Like, not like he's not an asshole by any means. Um, I've heard nothing but good things. But apparently, he, he kind of does what he wants and goes his own way. And like I said, when people cast him in movies, he never really says yes. He just says, yeah, maybe. And then he'll just show up if he if he's going to be there that day. Um, let's see. Number 12, Glenn Close in Hook. Uh, Glenn Close played a pirate in the movie. Which one? Um, So if you watch, you might be able to find Glenn Close. Uh, Wayne's World. Wayne's World is the second highest rated of all movies based on SNL skits. Just after Bob Roberts. What is Bob Roberts? I don't know what that is. Um, Mike Myers... Now he's one that everybody says is an absolute douche and is horrible to work with, which is why he's had such big hiatuses. Is because everybody refuses to work with him. Um, it's pretty well known in the industry if you want to work on like a Mike Myers movie that it's going to be an absolute nightmare. It's just part of the reason why he's so conceited. Um, of how conceited he is is, I mean, look at his half of his movies. He plays every fucking character in them. Um, yeah, it's hard to be around apparently. Um, Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder, best character in that whole fucking movie, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise hit his name in the credits and took a reduced fee to per- to portray what is retrospect seems to just be Harvey Weinstein. Well, that makes a lot of sense, actually, that that's who that character would be, the creepy fucking weird dude. But I guess that makes sense why he would name his kid. <laughs> hide his name from the credits but he's he's not a fucking saint either dude who's like uh, living all with uh what is it the l ron hubbards mr scientologist himself um the legend of vox makana makina sure the show, based on actual D&D play podcast, began as one animated episode, but after the Kickstarter got over ten times the original amount, it began to transform into a prime video series. So take notes, Riley. Plungeons and Dragons. Um, Unkar Plute. I guess that's Ray's adopted father. Um... um Ray's adopted father, Oliver Twist villain, Unkar Plute, was actually Simon Pegg. He joins a handful of actors that appeared in Star Trek and Star Wars, um, and the only one who also appeared in Spaced. I don't know what Spaced is, but that's interesting. There's a picture here of Simon Pegg with, like, three inches thick of, like, silicone, like, mask on him. The woman. um, Jan Klitsch jack ketchum's dyslexia the woman the horror film made woman faint on release never seen another one i haven't seen suspiria uh tilda swinton had a hidden cameo as an old man in the movie she denied it the whole time you sneaky bastard um Sookie and Bill, True Bloods. Bill and Sookie have a continuous will they, won't they, uh, relationship. But off screen, Anna Paquin and Steve Moy- Moyer are married. I knew that one. One of the first features I ever worked on, and it had to have been twelve years ago, eleven or twelve years ago, was an Anna Paquin movie that was coming through when I was living in Florida, and it was, uh, it was called Free Ride you want to watch it it's pretty much the female version of blow where and it's based off a true story but Anna Paquin plays the um the mother turned drug dealer um who starts selling pallets of coke and stuff like that it was kind of it's the first movie I got to actually work on and and play around with bales of weed and and do all that type of fun stuff um So that was my introduction to the film industry. And it never, it was a little independent movie. I mean, big enough so they could travel out there. Never really blew up big, but I think it was a fun watch. It not an amazing movie, but it's it's decent. So if you ever want to check that out, I don't know where to find it. It might be um, on some streaming service somewhere, but it's called Free Ride. Nobody rides for free. Um, Laura Pulver and Sherlock. Laura Pulver's... uh, Reveal nude as Irene Adler and Sherlock, with all her bits hidden, and most not even uncovered during filming, caused the BBC to receive dozens of complaints. Pulver called the scene empowering. We call it a boring bit before she hits Sherlock Holmes with a riding crop. Okay. Um, Doctor Strange. Multiverse of Madness. This film starring a one-time Sherlock Holmes... And one time, Irene Adler as exes is the next part of the Young Avengers with America Chavez, who can punch star shaped holes in reality, uh, one of its founding and most flirtatious members. I don't care. Um, A Love Actually Fact. Um, They made a non canon Red Rose Day 10 minute sequel. There's a US and a UK version each with different scenes. Okay. Romeo <laughs> um, and Juliet. Why is this one like the last thing that's going to be? It's like, oh, you guys want to hear the, the finale about Romeo and Juliet? Um, this was Elton John's passion project. Okay. He spent 11 years of his life trying to get the movie made, adored it, and even made a sequel. That's fun okay let's uh that's from cracked by the way that's the facts that i like to kind of pull up let's let's do some movie trivia um let's see how much i can get here by my loans self. Um, first question and this is uh, from the trivia well.com slash questions slash movies there's over 475 plus uh, questions here pan's labyrinth is set in what year all right, I'm going to go. This one's a tough one because it's so mystical. Um, hmm. Let me say 19... Man, yeah, 1903. 1903. 1944? I wasn't even close. I haven't seen this movie in so long, and the only thing I can think when you think back to the movie is like the eyeballs and the hands. Like that nice. Uh, I think that's what everybody can kind of think. Okay. Which 2005 film's tagline is a tale of murder, mayhem, and revenge? Fuck, I know this. Um, 2005. This probably is not going to be on the VHS wall. I think it was just out of that range. But it might not be. Um, Pass. The Devil's Rejects. Jackie probably would have known that one. Let me see here. Oh, I made it to the bottom. i got to hit the next questions button. Loading wheel. Loading wheel. Okay, here we go. Uh, in which 2002 movie did Tobey Maguire play the character Peter Parker? Oh, I don't know. Definitely not Spider Man. Aha! It's Spider Man. See, I'm a genius. Um, I think that's the first one I got right so far. Out of like, is that the third one? Okay. the The tagline: A comedy about lost loves. And Last Laughs comes from which 1997 movie? (sighs) Sounds like a fucking chick flick. I don't know. I'm not even going to try. Addicted to Love. I have no idea. Never would have gotten that. If you guys know that, more power to you. Um, Here's a better question. What is the name of Woody's horse in Toy Story 2? Bullseye. Ride like the wind, Bullseye. That's correct. There we go. Two out of five ain't bad. Or was that two out of six? I don't know. Um, what dance was performed in Rocky Horror Picture Show? Was it the Monster Mash? <laughs> I'm, I'll go with the Monster Mash. The Time Warp. They're very similar songs. They're very similar songs. I think I was like, I was like getting the, t- the 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 beats to that in my head, but for some reason, Monster Match was the only thing coming up. I like been to a Rocky Horror live show before too. Should have known that one. Uh, disappointed in myself. Um, this is what you guys were all waiting for though, right? Uh, what happened to Princess Fiona and Shrek? That changed her from an ogre to a princess by day. Um, I don't remember. I haven't seen this movie in so long, um, and I probably won't until like I have a child one day. But I'm gonna guess maybe she was like a bitch to ugly people until she had to figure out her ways. Um, a spell was cast on her. Okay. Because she was a bitch to ugly people? Maybe. Maybe I should get a half a point for that. You don't know. (laughs) And Austin Powers, a spy who shagged me. um, What did Austin start to give Felicity? What did he start to give her? Hmm. What did Austin Powers start to give Felicity? Um, a shag. Baby. Um, flowers, right? A sensual massage. Well, okay. That's a stupid question. It's a dumb one. Like, let's get some real movie trivia. Um, here we go. Spider Pig. From what film became the shortest song to reach the British top 40? The Simpsons? The Simpsons movie. See, I know some stuff. Um, well, let's do a couple more. When Nemo was put in the fish tank of Finding Nemo, what new name did the other fish give him? Um, God damn it should know this i'm doing awful i'm doing very bad right now um short stack shark bait shark bait god damn it all right i'll do one more what is the name Of the fast food place Tammy robbed in the movie Tammy. God damn it. These are... I'm not doing that question. Um, What is Bruce Willis' character's name in Die Hard? Um, John. 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 I want to say John Wayne, but I know it's not John Wayne. (laughs) John Connor. John... McLean, that's why, John McLean. I'm gonna get a half point for that. <laughs> All right, that 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 was painful. That was painful. So if you guys want even more painful, well, let's play the actor game with just me. We'll see how well I do this one. So um, I'm gonna bring my movie timer up right now, and I'll set it to one minute. And it's only me here, so I'm to get to decide uh, which ones I get to do. Shuffling the deck a little bit. And I kind of don't even want to do five, but let's see what we're going to come up with. Um, crap. No. David Bowie came up, but I can really only think of one movie he was in, so I'm not going to do that. Okay. Um, We got Jake Gyllenhaal here. Ready, set, go. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't forget that one. Um, come on, come on, come on. Okay. That's time. Okay. So I'm going to bring his, I, the bright side is I think almost with the exception of maybe one I'm not a hundred percent sure on, I think I got most of these and there's nobody here to challenge me. So let's see, Jake Gillenhall. My internet's slow right now. There he is. Okay, so first one I put Nightcrawler. I know for a fact he's in that. Um, next down I put Brokeback Mountain. Definitely in that. Then I put uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. And I'm going to double check my work on that one. Spider-Man Far From Home. He plays Mysterio. So I was good. I'm on a roll here. Um I put Southpaw cuz I know he's in a boxing movie. Oh, he's also in Brothers. I just watched that on the on the the truck the other day. I should have remembered that. Um Southpaw is it? Yes. Yes, I knew it. I didn't know it. I put Donnie Darko also. That was my end of one. I would have been pissed at myself if I did not get Donnie Darko. Um, He's also in, so that's five. I got five there. Um, He's also in Prisoners. That's one on his to-know list. Uh, Ambulance, the new Ambulance movie. That's right, he's in there. He's in Oakjaw. Um, He's in Everest. That's one I should have gotten to. But five ain't bad. Five ain't bad. Nobody here to challenge me. So I get all five points. Um, Let's see who we're going to get next. Oh, boy. Um, we got Joaquin Phoenix, set, go. Ah, what is that movie with, um, where he's, um, the, what Walk Hard is made out, um, oh. What else is he in? He's in. I feel like i got some real stretchers here. Oh, duh. What else? What else? He's very selective lately. I think I got five again. I think these are all there too. Three, two, one. Okay. Let me go ahead and pull up Joaquin. Okay, so I put I'm Still Here, which is that uh, that rap documentary one. Ah, oh, he's in Gladiator. I forgot to put Gladiator. That's the one. Okay, I put Her. Definitely there for Her. Um, the Master, I put. Um, Walk the Line, I remembered it. And then I put Joker. Can't forget about Joker. Let's, so that's five there, too. I'm on a roll. Um, ones that I may have missed: Reservation Road, Walk the Line, Ladder Forty Nine, The Village, uh, Gladiator. Oh, it looks like he's. Looks like Joker Two was announced. I didn't know that. Um, let's see. I'll do. I'm just gonna do one more, just because I'm alone and it's not as fun. Um, Nope, not doing here. Not doing you. (laughs) Nope. And for everybody at home, I'm skipping through these just because I'm going to get zero or one. Okay, I'll do this one. Um, It is Sigourney Weaver. This is going to be a fun one. Okay. Here we go. She... (sighs) Fucking alien movies were there. (laughs) Um, Was she in some shark movie? Was she in like open water or something? Too late. Okay, let's 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 see. Sigourney. Alright, so I obviously put Alien. I think everybody would get that one. Oh, she's playing more of the mom now. I gotta, like, lean into the mom one. She's an Avatar. What the fuck? All right. So, I put Alien. I put Aliens. Let me get down to the Alien area. Man, she's worked on a lot of shit. Yeah, Alien was just Oh, she's in Ghostbusters too. Fuck. Ghostbusters. That's a good one. Um, yep, I really And then I am not gonna give myself the alien. I put Alien and Aliens, which I'll give those, but I put Alien two just in Alien Three, but they're not called that. So there's like resurrection and all that stuff. Um Oh, she's in holes, that's right. She's the warden. She's the warden. I should have known that. Um, I also I put Finding Dory, because I think her voice was in it. But I could be wrong. Um, finding Dory, I'm right. Yeah, see, that was one from left field and one that... I can't believe I got other ones without that one. I thought she was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I think I'm wrong, so I don't think I get that one either. Well, good. I ended with horrible, horrible. Um, that's 13. But I don't know. If you have anything to say, you can go ahead and comment, rate, review, do all that stuff. Um, that, that list is brought to you by official clothing also. Um, a clothing band rooted in hip-hop based out of some city somewhere in this country. Um, you don't... You don't need to care. All you need to know is that uh, it's a mom-pop shop. You know, select. Right now we're in a we're in a time where you need to really uh, start to support your local businesses. And by local, I mean this one that's you can get anywhere in the country off this internet. It's just this awesome dude who makes really cool designs. And you know what producer Nick says? And it's good fucking high quality. Yeah, it's just good fucking high quality. So if you go check out their brands, go check out their stuff over at uh, OHFISHL.com. You can use promo code HOLLYWOOD during your checkout, and you can get 25% off your first purchase. Um, Go ahead and um, you could also... Oh man, I'm hiding cards and stuff. Um, Where did these cards come from? Oh. I guess I could save David Bowie for one other time. Maybe somebody else knows a little bit about him. Um, if you make beats, you make beats, do you rap? Do you do any of that stuff? Um, you should go to BeatStars.com. Um, a lot of these modern rappers today, uh you know, SoundCloud, you, there, you could be a SoundCloud rapper, but you know what would be even cooler? If you were a BeatStars rapper. That's right. All you need to do is get a subscription and you'll have beats all day to play with. Um, you can literally make endless amounts of songs using Beats Stars. If you have Beats, you can upload them there. So uh, go over head over there, and I'm going to give you your first month free if you put promo code HOLLYWOOD during checkout, and then you'll be able to just keep rapping. Yeah. Um, I'm part of an Inner Circle podcast network, I'm sure. Um, hopefully next time I do something like this, I could have one of you guys come play with me uh, on some of these games and kick my ass. Um We'll see Uh, if you guys didn't all have an aneurysm trying to listen to me try to do that by myself. But (laughs) um, I'll welcome any of you anytime. So hit me up if you want to come on. Um, Check out all these awesome shows. Um, There's a great bunch of people there. Big support system. um, The biggest supporter out of everybody. Just the most motivated guy in the world. Mr. Angry Dad Ben Bowman. That's right. Fellow Californian. Um, And just all-around great dude. He's been producing a lot, but uh, you should check it out. He just had a new episode of Angry Dad come out, so go check that shit out. It's really good. Uh, My brother, Riley T., um, the guy that got me into podcasting initially. Um, You can check him out. His episodes are always really fun and good. and um, He's starting to have Will on a lot. Will is definitely my favorite. Um, I think he's a fan favorite Period. Um, Everybody loves him. Glad he's starting to talk a little bit more. He sounds like Peter Griffin. Uh, So you should go check out their newer stuff. They've been having some bangers out lately. Uh, Check out the Plunge podcast. Their shit happens when you party naked. um, Stuck behind a paywall on Patreon. Because he's just too crazy for the internet. They won't let him anywhere. um, Except for on Patreon. So if you want to find him, go ahead over there and find him. Um, It's like... you know that that girl that you were gonna follow on OnlyFans, because it was just that she she was just that hot, just pulling you in. Um, take that and put it into um, "Shit Happens" when you party naked uh, on Patreon. I think slash Team Almi, and it's gonna be way sexier. His voice uh, will definitely get you off more than that OnlyFans account will. I can guarantee you that. Uh, You could also check out the Simmons and Moore podcast or Sam PC with Sam and Bobby, because I'm not going to say he's a PC, uh, because I mean yes he is a person of color, but his name is Bobby and Adam's just your Sam now. I'm sorry, Uh, I'm I'm on board. Uh, Check them out; they're awesome dudes. Uh, New Jersey people—they're a Jersey thing. Um, but they're a world thing. I think everybody loves them. They're, they're, their last couple shows have been bangers too. Um, and don't worry, I got a package coming for you guys, loaded up in little capsules. Adam, you're going to still have Jackie one day is going to finish your, your sign. I think she only has like an hour's left of work. I just think she hasn't gotten around to it yet because of our busy stuff. But I promise you, give me like another month and I will motivate her to get that finished and it'll be done and you guys are going to have that untrained eye um the other florida guys uh not the first florida guys the second one from this network but they're they're not even guys it's a guy and a girl it's a husband and a wife it's beth and dj um and i love them so much they're so great Uh, i actually had to reach out for um some prop advice from from dj last week uh so I want to let you know, I can't I can't really say what it was just yet, but I want to let you know, I got everything you told me to get for this scene, and it's going to be so fantastic. You just wait. Um, oh, yeah, and the Hood Diner. Don't Can't forget about the Hood Diner and the Home of Casual, because they have been back, and they are better than ever. So go check out the Hood Diner. You can check out all these shows in the Inner Circle Podcast Network at innercirclepn.com. Um, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, um, all the socials of Failing Hollywood, where, we're, we're I mean, we're on streaming everywhere. Um, check us out, like, rate, review, do all that stuff. It really helps show your support. Um, yeah, this has been a solo episode of Failing Hollywood. I guess until next week.